0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. What's happening? How are you guys doing? It's a great time. I might be in jury duty when you're listening to this, so, you know, tell your friends to tell their friends so I can get money and somehow find a way to not do jury duty, because it's not as fun as the Pauly Shore movie, I'm sure. Never had to do it, but I'm sure it's not. In any case, we'll get to some Black Bears news and notes. We'll look at uh, look at some things that happened this week off the ice. And, of course, we'll get going now with the uh, game on the ice against the Danbury Junior Tricks. Of course, um, not the best team in the NHL, um, far from it, but a team that does have an all-world goaltender who just came back from the World Junior Championships. They have a new coach behind the bench. They had a week off to get things situated and this looked like it could be a trap weekend for the Maryland Black Bears if they weren't careful if the preparation uh wasn't uh on point and uh at the start there on Friday night uh almost looked a little bit that way almost looked like uh Black Bears maybe still a little bit uh, road weary from the travel up to Danbury, but the uh, junior hat trick's get on the and despite William Hackinson playing uh well in the first five minutes, the 5:25 mark that's when the the Danbury strikes, uh when Chase Sandu gets a uh, his fifth goal of the year, and it is one nothing Danbury trying to find a rhythm the Black Bears were and uh, just couldn't get things uh going uh, too much in the first part middle part of the frame though they did get a fair amount of chances including a nice little power play uh workaround but could not cash in against patrick's bears uh again who you know represented latvia in the world juniors he's got uh, he's got quite the pedigree uh but black bears putting the shots on could not get through in the first frame and then with under a minute to go just uh, not a great time. Bouncing puck in the crease. Griffin Zavsky gets the last touch on it. It is 2-0. Junior hat-tricks uh, going into the intermission. But before the intermission, something someone said something about somebody. And we had the feud going on. Captain Brad McNeil trying to sense a, a spark. And also seeing Jacob Robertson getting a cross-check on one of his teammates. Uh, yeah, need to stick up for your guys. Gets into some fisticuffs and what would turn out to be Quite the uh, quite the weekend of chippiness between these two squads, and uh, we get ourselves uh, fighting majors towards the end of the frame. But again, uh, Maryland gets a power play because of the cross check, and it did not take long. Minute 16 in, Black Bear strike on the power play, and look who it is: Christian Catalano getting his 23rd of the season, a wicked wrist shot past Barrisons, and two to one is the score at this point. Luke Van is 20th assist. Caleb Teeson, his 11th assist on the power play. Maryland would have some uh, penalty troubles of their own early in the frame, but their uh, penalty kill kept the junior hat-tricks at bay, including killing off a, a just about a minute's worth of 5-on-3 play, uh, but uh, nothing to show there. Hackinson and the crew in front of him were doing solid work. Maryland would get a power play towards the middle part of the frame again, and it's Cal Essenmacher who just lets off a bomb from the top of the uh, left circle for his third of the year. Gunnar Van Dam with the setup on his 18th assist. And Riley Rue getting some power play time for his sixth assist of the season. And I have to say, like guys like Essenmacher and Rue and Irvi Tewilliger and Kareem El-Bashir, those guys have been putting in the uh, intangible work getting rewarded for some uh, prime time playing out on the power play as well, getting some chances also in late-game situations. So good on those guys to put in the work to uh, get the coaches to notice and trust them enough to go into those clutch scenarios. The Black Bears uh, would continue to put uh, Pepper on the lead, and they would get some puck luck as well as William Hackinson uh, and the defense clear the puck off the line. That looked like it was a sure goal. Referees waved it off. Danbury pled their case. Nothing happening there. Danbury then gets another chance towards the side of the net. Hackinson just kicks his leg out and says "Nay, nay," keeps the puck out. We keep a tie score going into the third period. And uh, the captain coming through with the fist, coming through with the goal too late into the or early into the third period, 5-17 to be exact, crashing the net getting Adam Shankula rebound, putting it home for his 11th of the year. Shankula, 14th assist. Gunnar Van Dam, another assist, 19 assists on the season for GVD. And the Black Bears would hold off the Dan hat tricks uh, and, uh, you know, actually getting outshot by Dan Barry in the last frame. But, uh, securing the victory, 3-2. Hackinson, 27 saves in the victory. And the Black Bears go three straight wins on this one, so uh, two power play goals, also pretty clutch for the special teams unit there. Saturday night, you had to figure Danbury knew that they could uh, compete with the top team in the East Division, top team in the Nall, but uh, it was it was different. It was a different different vibe, a different game, a very violent vibe, I would say, to start things off. As Caleb Craben and David uh, Overbeak get into it after Overbeak throws a knee out there, uh, Overbeak would get an additional two minutes for fighting. Caleb Craven and Overbeak would get five and ten for fighting. And uh, Craven has been uh, really good about sticking up for his teammates. He has been a guy who, if something goes afoul when he's on the ice, he makes sure he keeps it in check, being a sheriff out there on the blue line. But the impending power play pays off dividends for the Black Bears as just before the four-minute mark of the period, Adam Shankula with his seventh uh, uh, seventh goal of the year. Uh, nice little play by Luke Van Wy and Caleb Thiessen to keep the puck in the zone. It would find Adam Shankula's stick and then pot it home there. Thiessen's 12th assist, Luke Van Wy, 21st assist on the third power play goal of the weekend for Maryland. It would not stop there, though. We'll get to that in a minute. But the uh, freckles keep happening as Cal Essenmacher... Uh, Got into a little a bit of an issue with a check from behind. Then Magnus Gadowski, uh gets into it with Jack Kersher. They get penalties. Then minutes later, Adam Shankula gets into it with Logan Nickerson. As Nickerson had a uh, a little boarding issue that uh, Shankula did not uh, take kindly to. He dropped the mitts uh, and then started to pummel him on his way down as well. Uh, so there is that. A full penalty box on on each side. But the Black Bears, of course, uh, you know, keeping it one nothing on this instance. Then the second period, the Black Bears just took over thanks to costly penalties uh, from Danbury. Starting off 236 into it, Brad McNeil once again getting a tip on a Christian Catalano shot on the power play. um, His 12th of the year for McNeil, 16th assist for Catalano. Luke Van Wy, second assist of the game and uh, 22nd of the year. And then another Power play for the Black Bears. Three minutes later, Brandon Piku just picks up the puck. Lasers it home for his 12th of the year. Van Wy again, 23rd assist on the season. Hunter Ramos, his tenth assist on the power play. And the Black Bears are up three to nothing on three power play goals. Five overall for the weekend. Uh, what a great time for special teams to get on fire there. Then right before the midway point, right off the draw, great clean faceoff win by mocker right to Trace Johnson. Johnson rips it home uh, with a little seeing eye and some screens in front. Doesn't matter. It got it gets past uh, it gets past the uh, glove of Patrick Barazin's, and uh, it is now four to nothing Black Bears. That would end the night for Barazin's After the media time, at Matt O'Donnell will go into net, and uh, a little less fracasie in the second period there as things kind of cooled out, Danbury getting the only uh, penalties of that frame. Third period comes about, and when you're good, you're good. When you're lucky, you get things going. And this is what happens as uh, Brad McNeil, 14 seconds into the third period, trying to dump the puck in along the glass, dumps it in, Hits the stanchion that divides the glass and holds the glass up. Matt O'Donnell is going behind the net to stop it and set up a breakout, and it fools him, and it goes into the empty net. Five nothing Black Bears on McNeil's thirteenth, all alone. And yeah, it's the the route is on at that point. Then 3:05 into the period, Samuel Stitz, uh, sixth of the season. Uh, with a, a nice little rebound at the side of the net. Catalano, 17th assist. Brandon Piku, his 16th assist. Other than that, they were cruising from there. Jack Winnikey got the start in net, was not tested a lot, but was sharp when he was there. Um, Danbury puts on their most fuel in the third period. Wenicky was finding pucks through traffic, you know, being able to sense everything, and, hey, gets the shutout, his second of the year, in a 6 nothing victory. Winnikey, 20 stops. On the uh, night as the Black Bears go 2 and Second sweep of the calendar year. And fourth straight win points in their last seven games as well. Which is fairly crucial to look at as well. Looking at these standings. Black Bears sitting 26-7-3. Uh, 11 points atop. Uh, 11 points clear of the second place team. New Jersey Titans uh, who just had their big win streak broken uh, against uh, Northeast. Northeast. And, uh, yeah, now the Black Bears are looking ahead at Maine, a team they're all too familiar with. Uh, two weeks ago they took them on. Before the break they took them on. Have uh, so far in their, those are the only four meetings, actually, 3-0-1 against the Nordiques. But, again, very tight, close matchups, each side of things. Uh, a lot of come-from-behind victories in this one. I think the only one that was a skunker was the uh, January 6th game, this, uh, the first Friday of the year. When the Black Bears got more than a one goal, uh, there was more than a one goal deficit to end that game. So, uh, Maine had, uh, they got swept this weekend, unfortunately, uh, against the Johnstown Tomahawks. They are sitting fourth in the division right now, 34 points, uh, 16 14, 1 1. So, we will see what happens this weekend for the Black Bears as uh, we tune up for the rest of the season. Only 24 more games remaining, so 12 more weeks remaining before we get to the possibility of playoffs. And uh, things are looking pretty, 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 pretty good for the Maryland Black Bears. So it's just keep the pace, keep things going, and just look ahead, see what happens moving forward. Now, joining us here on Defending the Den, it's Maryland Black Bears defenseman Luke Van Wy. Luke, thanks for joining me. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing all right, man. And, and I have to say you're doing pretty all right too. more than, you know, on the ice as well as we sit here right now, uh, currently first in the NAHL in points. And this is no surprise after your performance last yeah. season, what has really clicked for you this year as opposed to last year?
1: Just the team is really bonded. Uh, everybody buys into our systems no matter what we do. So that really translates to offense, defense, to offense. And, uh, Just get lucky sometimes.
0: Uh, And you and and Sean Kilcullen and uh, Caleb Thiessen and Gunnar Van Dam, a lot of guys jumping up in the offense a lot more, uh, but not not really, you know, I guess not really missing a step on your own zone right now. Like, how crucial is that for you guys to, you know, not only provide some offense, but to be able to get back defensively?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something we work on uh, at practice all the time, pretty much every day. Just how we get back and we get in our position on defense. Um, <clears throat> we always play it out to the whistle. It's just hard work and practice.
0: Uh, Luke Van Wyde joins us here on defending the den. And uh, Luke, last season, of course, ended in a little heartbreak, uh, just missing the playoffs by a single point. Now you guys seem to be much more determined, and and especially when you had a little bit of a downswing there, you didn't let. It gets you. Uh, has the mentality been a lot, I guess, stronger than maybe last year?
1: I mean, I wouldn't say stronger. I feel like uh, everybody on the team, like I said earlier, really buys in so even when we get down, you know, we're good leaders, so we'll bring they'll bring us back up, get us uh, get us feeling good. And then we'll always focus on the next game. Um, uh, I feel like last year we got down a little bit, but this year we we all pick each other up and we're there for each other as teammates.
0: Uh, now, you've been through uh, mostly in the Valley Forge area, playing with the Minutemen uh, throughout the 16U area and then spending a bit right. of time up in uh, Notre Dame, up in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the jump like for you going from Valley Forge up there to, uh, to uh, Saskatchewan?
1: Um, it was a pretty big change. I mean, I've never lived on my own before until Notre Dame, so that was a big change. And, you know, that comes with you know, feeding myself and all that good stuff. But, I mean, the hockey was really different. Um, it was a more physical game, I thought. And, you know, I, it was awesome because I got a lot of new friends. I, I ended up really liking it.
0: And do you think that that time and, and being in seeing a different level of hockey in a different country um, prepared you to jump into the N.A. Uh, last season?
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure. And Also, the year I was there was COVID, so we all we did was train. mm mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, I felt like that was a big factor. I got, I got stronger. I got a little bit of weight put on and it, it helped a lot.
0: Excellent. Luke Van Wye here joining us right now. And, uh, you know, you are, you're making the college route. You're going to Robert Morris. You uh, uh, made that announcement earlier this year. How does that feel to be a part of a team that's uh, going to be on a little bit of a reboot here after they had a little bit of a shutter down uh, in the past couple of seasons?
1: I mean, I- I feel pretty good about it. You know, the coaches, I trust them at that program. So I feel like they'll lead us to a pretty good uh, standard of hockey. And some of the players on my team, though, a couple other committed players are going there. And they all say they're good guys. So it should be good chemistry, a lot of fun.
0: Did uh, being allowed to uh, go back to your home state, I know it's – like across the uh, across the state from where you grew up. Did right. that have any uh, influence into it? I
1: mean, you know, a little bit. It's not too far from my house. Um, although it's in Pittsburgh, which I am a pretty big rival of. But <laughs> other than that, it should be a good spot. Uh,
0: Luke Van Wy joining us here on Defending the Den. And Luke, uh, you know, just looking ahead to the season, you guys are, you know, off to a great start, leading the uh, East Division, leading the league. What is... The big mindset going forward to uh, to make sure that this closes out as well as you guys want it to.
1: I feel like the big mindset for the team is just keep keep it focused. Um, we got to play hard no matter who we're playing, and no matter even if we lose, we got to pick each other back up, and I'll be um, <clears throat> pretty good going towards the end of the
0: season. Uh, we'll get you out of here on uh, on these uh, questions I've asked the uh, the couple of your uh, teammates. Going forward, I guess, uh, first and foremost, any big uh, album that you've been listening to on repeat?
1: Um, Nothing really. I mean, every time Drake drops a new album, a couple of those songs stick with me for a little bit. So, I'd say a new one. Uh,
0: What about uh, your favorite thing to do in the uh, Odington, Maryland, D.C. area?
1: I usually meet a couple of teammates. They, we go golfing. It's pretty nice here. A little bit expensive compared to my house, but... <laughs> pretty nice uh
0: and then uh finally we'll get you out of here with this through your entire time playing hockey from uh your youth hockey days to now your favorite away arena to play at
1: um I play at Johnstown it's pretty fun there they always have fans yelling at you I like the atmosphere <laughs> you,
0: you you like you like uh, being motivated huh I like that yeah like that. all right well Luke yeah sure. Just the haters. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, you've been doing it so far this year. Uh, just keep that train moving. Uh, thanks for joining me, uh, Luke, and I appreciate the time. Best of luck going forward.
1: Hey, thank you, Scott. I think you're having me on here.
0: Some off-the-ice news for the Black Bears as, oh boy, uh, a marriage of biblical proportions in the Maryland area as the Maryland Black Bears and Old Bay Seasoning will be joining hands... Tete-a-tete walking down that aisle on January 28th, and they will have themselves a nice little treat. There will be uh, a lot of information released further, but this was released uh, this past uh, week on Thursday. So a huge information there. Now, uh, it's up on clutchandcrabhockey.com. Did a little write-up about it. Root One Apparel has their uh, themed jerseys that Old Bay has up there that I linked up there. Um Those came out in October. I wonder if uh, that's going to be like the jerseys we'll see the Black Bears wearing on the 28th against the Northeast Generals. But uh, stay tuned for everything. Hopefully there's some gear on there too, additional gear outside of just the jerseys. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for all that. Pretty hyped to see that coming to fruition. Uh, A huge sponsor for a junior hockey team to have as well. Um, and. You know, of course, the old, all the local connections, all that stuff, it's all going to be a good time involved, I will have to say. Again, tickets.marylandblackbears.com. It's actually the next home weekend for the Black Bears. So whether you want to get on, in on the 28th game on the Saturday or the 27th game on the Friday, it's going to be against Northeast. Uh, two teams that uh, play well together, play well against each other, and uh, there's no love lost there between them as well. So it's going to be a good weekend and... You better get tickets early and often because this is a situation where the Black Bears ticket could be the hottest ticket in town right now. They have sold that they sold out the opening weekend. The team is just getting better, just doing a lot more. Why wouldn't you want to get on the ground floor with this, ladies and gentlemen? Tickets A little bit of unfortunate news uh, coming out of the alumni report today is that uh, the early retirement of Elliot Leroux, who uh, played for the Black Bears uh, for last season and then part of this season before he got traded over to the uh, Austin Bruins. Uh, and unfortunately, in his second game uh, over there, um, he got a errant stick right in the right eye. Uh, and he went to uh, his Instagram and said that... Uh, on October 15th, he lost vision in my right eye suffering and suffered brain damage. And as a result of that, I have taken the extremely hard decision to step away from hockey. I want to thank everyone, and I truly mean everyone that is helping me in my recovery process. While I know the road ahead will be long and challenging, I could not imagine doing it without all the amazing people around me. Thank you. Um, Leroux was a uh, heck of a player, great centerman for the Black Bears, was an alternate captain uh, for this season as well. Came up through the uh, Mercer Chiefs system as well. He was one of the uh, first uh, guys from the Mercer Chiefs system uh, to, to, you know, one of the few that have jumped up to the Black Bears from that point. He was the captain of the AYHL 18U team back in 2021. And uh, when he came to the Black Bears last season, 13 goals, 18 assists for 31 points, as well as potting a goal and two assists in six games with Maryland this season uh, before going to Austin. And getting traded there. So, uh, hard to see a young player getting uh, cut down before their prime, but uh, for him to make the decision that he did, a very mature one for a guy who is uh, definitely going to uh, go far in life and has all the tools and and support that he needs to get to where he's going. So, uh, shout out to Elliot the Row and, you know, just a, a hearty thanks to him and what he did for the Black Bears. Uh, for the time that he was here and then also uh, being a part of the alumni and uh, coming back as well. He came back, like I said, I think before Christmas, before or after Christmas, he was in in the, uh, I think it was after Christmas, he was in the area um, to uh, see some people. So, uh, shout out to Elliot, all the best going forward. And that'll do it. We are done here uh, on uh, Defending the Den. Thank you guys for joining me. Thanks to uh, Luke Van Wy for joining me. Thanks to Kim Weiss as the Associate Head Coach for the Black Bears to uh, set that up. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, Maine this weekend. Should be a fun one. Again, check all the coverage out on Hockey TV as well as Defending Den MBB. I'll be live tweeting as much as I can on those games. Uh, Everything else, uh, clutchandcrabhockey.com. That's where some reviews are. And uh, facebook.com slash clutchandcrabhockey hockey uh thank you again i've been scotty Waz. take care of yourself and someone else this has been defending the den part of the faceoff hockey show media faction and podcast monsters uh enjoy yourself be safe out there until we talk to you next week peace